Today's episode of the Watson Weekly Podcast is sponsored by Commerce Tools. The world of commerce is fast-paced and constantly changing. Commerce Tools, the global leader in commerce and creator of the powerfully composable mock architecture, enables commerce leaders to turn possibilities into reality. Commerce Tools helps businesses go from underperforming to overachieving, and from keeping up to setting the pace, all at a lower total cost. Go to commercetools.com to learn how to get started. It's October 16th, 2023, and this is the Watson Weekly, your essential e-commerce digest. Today on our show, holiday deals kick off with Amazon, Walmart, and Target. eBay sued in a DOJ environmental lawsuit. Are people and processes keeping up with e-commerce technology? Private equity exits declining. And finally, the Investor Minute, which contains five items this week from the world of venture capital, acquisitions, and IPOs. But first, on our shopping cart full of news, holiday deals kick off with Amazon, Walmart, and Target. If you've been waiting to start your holiday shopping, well, now's your chance. Major deals are now happening across Walmart, Target, and Amazon. From this observer seat, the deals are quite strong across all the sites now. In particular, most of the deals seem to be on products below $100. This makes sense because people seem to be delaying larger electronics and home purchases. It's only natural that Amazon deal days would reflect this consumer change. One part of Amazon deal days that I often track is Buy With Prime. One of Buy With Prime's users, Wise, has been doing a few things that I haven't seen very often in the wild. A Buy With Prime cart whereby you can add multiple Buy With Prime items from the same store, improved branding for the cart, and a promotional treatment for Buy With Prime items. This includes Big Deal Day's branding, which is quite prominent. If you check out with Buy With Prime on a Shopify store today, you're still not getting the promised new experience, which goes over Shopify payment rails. Instead, we're still kind of in a transition period where checkout happens off Shopify. This experience will likely change when the Shopify app releases from Amazon. One continued downside for the Buy With Prime implementation until the new app is released is the multiple cart scenario, whereby there are now two carts on the Wise website, one for Amazon Buy With Prime items and one for regular items. To the average shopper, things can get confusing fast. Remember in other stores like Big Commerce, which was one of the first Buy With Prime partners, and WooCommerce, you can likely even hide the native cart for the e-commerce site to remove the multiple cart issue if that's how you want to do business. It gets to the friction and differentiation points between the platforms. From Shopify's point of view, the checkout is the main point of differentiation and is non-negotiable. From the point of view of other platforms, this kind of decision is one a merchant should be able to make on their own. Back to the deal kickoff days, I do think you will see this be quite successful this week as consumers are able to start seeing all the discounts and preparing for the holidays. Despite the spending crunch, consumers tend to find money in their budgets in more than one way, similar to how they justify buying those $1,000 Taylor Swift tickets and flights. Our second story. Are your people and processes keeping up with e-commerce technology? In the early days of e-commerce, 
we did not have many great options for building digital experiences. We were forced to choose between huge vendors who could charge us a lot of money or tiny vendors for whom e-commerce was largely an experiment. The next solutions that follow were built using open source principles, which, while helpful, may not be the best for every type of company. Demandware was really the first company to show the world that e-commerce and SaaS worked at scale. One admittedly narrow way to look at Shopify is that they took up the spiritual torch of Demandware. A simple thought experiment, what if Demandware hadn't been purchased but instead would have continued developing? It's kind of an interesting and might have produced a different e-commerce landscape. Today, Shopify is more or less the only company focused on all segments of the market, although admittedly, some a lot more than others. Historically, that kind of everywhere positioning is problematic, yet the company's momentum continues. Big commerce, for its part, is focused on small to mid-sized B2B manufacturers and distributors. Commerce Tools is planting a flag in the enterprise in the North American market. You know, the Mock Alliance, founded on specific architectural principles to help CTOs innovate without boxing themselves into a corner, has gained traction in the market. Meanwhile, over a dozen other players are vying for attention and entering the North American e-commerce platform market almost every year. We have small, medium, and large vendors, and they all have solid e-commerce solutions that can get your job done, especially well enough to capture the available opportunity. We almost have too much choice. And while we do have a lot of technology to choose from, people and processes have definitely not kept up. On one side, many organizations are still unprepared to deal with the change happening in the economic environment. I even heard a few weeks back a CEO wondering if they needed a chief digital officer at all, and could we put our digital experiences back under our marketing organization again? Not likely is the final answer. The core of great e-commerce is operations. Our third story, eBay sued by DOJ in an environmental lawsuit. This past week, eBay was sued in an environmental lawsuit by the DOJ saying that they sold unlawful pesticides violating the Clean Air Act, among other federal laws. Key to the lawsuit is the age-old marketplace question of determining who is responsible for the listings on eBay, the sellers or eBay itself. Back in the early days of eBay, Meg Whitman had a famous phrase, eBay was just a venue and not responsible for what went on with its website. Is it any wonder I watch what executives say? Saying you're just a venue sets the expectation that listing content is someone else's problem to solve. Despite the best efforts of their public relation teams, what executives say over time reflects their beliefs, and beliefs guide strategy, and strategy is one of the best indicators of a company's direction. As in many lawsuits, often both sides have a point. In this DOJ lawsuit, eBay is claiming that it works with the government all the time and it stops 99.9% of listings which have issues. The government claims it sold over 300,000 items specifically intended to feed environmental protection laws. eBay, for its part, of course, has already set aside money for lawsuits like this and employs many people, systems, and AI to solve issues. I do have to laugh kind of at eBay for the belief that percentages would help it make its case with the DOJ. It's almost like a murderer saying, well, officer, I tried to kill him 100 times and failed 99. I shouldn't be thrown in jail because I only succeeded 1% of the time. Tell it to the judge, eBay. There's going to be a fine. The only question is probably how large. 
And our last story, private equity exits declining. The pandemic and interest rate bullwhip continue as private equity continues to have challenges valuing deals in this environment, which has led to a relative pullback in transactions. The Wall Street Journal last week reported on a few key statistics as measured on a year-over-year basis from the first half of the year. The number of take-private transactions, the type that happened with companies like Avalara and Zendesk, have dropped by 40% and the value has reduced by 20%. Overall, both the deal count and value is down by 30%. The value of exit deals in the third quarter, 2023, was down to the lowest value since 2010, down about 46% year over year. In its place, growth equity rounds financed by private equity funds has seen a slight uptick. Putting money to work with existing winners, this is one of the only private equity categories experiencing growth. Overall, volume is still down, but this is the growth pocket. What does this mean for you? The IPO market is telling us that it's rewarding very high quality listings. The private equity market is telling us that it's willing to finance winners, but not create exits for challenged players. There is simply too much downside valuation risk out there. The message for finance SaaS companies and brands is simple. Don't expect the situation to change soon. In fact, the longer interest rates stay elevated, it could keep getting worse before it gets better. If you've been considering deeper changes to put yourself on a better profitability footing, even all the lagging data, which this is kind of all lagging data, is now supporting your decision. Which means if you are overdue to make structural profitability changes, what are you still waiting for? Hey, Watsonians. Did you know that Amazon has added generative AI to its bedrock service? If you were in our online community, you would. To stay on top of what's going on in e-commerce and join the conversation, visit community.rmwcommerce.com today. Now a word from our sponsor, Commerce Tools. When a multi-billion dollar beauty brand's e-commerce platform neared the end of its life, the entire business was at risk, including the ability to serve customers. By switching to Commerce Tools and embracing a more flexible mock architecture, The retailer's vision for connecting in-store and personalized shopping experiences became a reality. The brand can now roll out new features within days, securing its position as a modern brand that uses technology to its advantage. If you're being held hostage by your technology platform and your developers have thrown up their hands, tell them to start a free trial at commercetools.com today. It's that time, friends, for our Investor Minute. We have five items on the menu today. First, inventory platform Centro launches $2 million in pre-seed funding. Inventory and procurement platform Centro has launched with a $2 million pre-seed. The new funding will be used to develop additional software functionality and marketing initiatives. Do we not already have a lot of these in the market? Second, Slope raises $30 million venture round. Enterprise B2B payment solution Slope has raised a $30 million venture round that will be used to develop its technology further. The claim to have developed the first payment risk model that is powered by the GPT AI model, what could possibly go wrong here? Third, Zero Broker raises $6.5 million in seed funding. Zero Broker, which aims to reduce freight brokerage costs and automate logistics tasks, has raised $6.5 million in seed funding. The new funding will be invested in its software platform and to grow its customer base. Fourth, 
IYK raises $16.8 million in seed funding. IYK develops near-field communication or NFC chips that connect physical items with smartphones and has raised a $16.8 million round of seed. Who knew that NFC still exists and now has a Web3 use case? And finally, Loop raises $35 million in Series B funding. Fintech platform Loop, and to be clear, this is not Loop Returns, sorry Poma, enables auditing and payment for the supply chain, and it's raised $35 million in Series B funding. The new funding will be invested in the company's technology. Today's final word of the week for October 19th is holidays. It's that time of the year, folks. We're now officially in Q4. It's the Super Bowl of the e-commerce season, so warm up those promotions and get those deals flowing. That's all for this week. Till next time, Watsonians. Hi, I'm Rick Watson, CEO and founder of RMW Commerce Consulting and host of the Watson Weekly Podcast, your essential e-commerce digest. Our production partner for the series is Citizen Racecar. The show is produced by Jose Baez. Production manager, Gabriela Montequin. To hear new episodes of the show every Monday morning, subscribe now at rmwcommerce.com slash Watson Weekly and wherever you get your podcasts.